Hello everyone and welcome back to Season 2, Episode 57 of the Sports Run On Podcast. We're going to start this podcast by talking about the NHL. The NHL just had an expansion draft which then added another team into the NHL to make them a total of 31 teams in the league. The team that they added was a team from a city that does not have many pro teams. They used to have a professional basketball team and they have a professional football team and a baseball team. But up to this point, they had not had a hockey team. This the, the team that they have are now at this city I'm talking about is Seattle. They have they have the Seahawks, they have the Mariners. They used to have the Supersonics before they ended up not being a team in the NBA anymore. They would end up they would end up expanding to add the Seattle Kraken as the new NHL team for the Seattle Seahawks through the expansion draft that that happened in the in the last couple of days. So the NHL, how this works, if you don't know, which I personally did not know, what I don't think a lot of people did, is how this NHL expansion draft exactly worked. And that, and what, and how it worked is the fact of how they are taking players from each of the 30 teams, the eligible players from each of the 30 teams, to field a hockey team to make them equivalent to the skill level to the other teams that are in the NHL to make it a fair competition between them and the other teams that make up the NHL. With the, this is a very interesting way, I think, to do this. I always think expansion drafts and bringing teams in and taking teams out are always interesting, with there now being 31 teams instead of 30 that make up the NHL. I think that's very interesting that they're going to decide to do that. And I think putting a team in, I think putting a team on the West Coast in Seattle is still a very good idea for the league. I think it's going to help them bring more... Bring bring more viewership from the West Coast out there because obviously there aren't many te- there aren't a lot of teams that are out there. I mean, the, the, obviously they're all big Seahawks fans. That's the big one because they the Mariners are good, but the Seahawks have been consistently better. So, but with that said, Seattle is without a doubt still looking for a team that can really that that can they can be they can really cheer for again because the Mariners have not been what really what team what they've really been looking for as of the last couple of years so uh, and then and then they want another team to cheer for other than just the I mean the Mariners have been good don't get me wrong like I mean they're about 500 this year but they haven't been like like they haven't been title contender good which is what Seattle want well, it's what every team wants Every team wants, obviously, they want more than one team to be able to be a title contender in their respected city so they don't feel like they're just a one-sport city where every single, where, like, after that one sport ends and and they, like, just, they don't want to put all their hope on one team just in case that team, for whatever reason, has a bad season. And so if that team has has a bad season, they... They have another team to look for, kind of like in a, a good example of teams that have multiple winning teams to look for is um, Pittsburgh and Boston. Boston has the Celtics, they have the Bruins, and and they have the Red Sox. And then in Massachusetts, they have the Patriots. And then Pittsburgh has the Steelers, Penguins, and Pirates. But they do not actually have a pro basketball team, just like Seattle. But I don't think, I'm pretty sure Pittsburgh never even had a professional basketball team. But that is not true for Seattle, as they in the past have actually had a professional basketball team that was their own team. So I really do enjoy, I think, I, as I said, I think these, these expansion drafts are kind of weird on how they work, but I, I do think it's interesting and I like that they're trying to bring more of a viewership to the NHL as a whole out to the West Coast because I think that 
these what the West Coast teams like they've they've had a lot of teams bounce around, especially at, like if you look at it, a lot of the teams that have been bouncing around the past five to ten years have all been on the West Coast. So I really think that it's that it's interesting to now help them add teams after you had the Oakland Raiders go to Las Vegas, and then the Supersonics have been another one in the past, and just like many other, the LA, the San Diego Chargers go to LA, and then the St. Louis Rams go to LA. It's just there's a lot of stuff out there where teams have been bouncing around. So I think adding a team out there in the uh, like the West specifically would be very good to help. People like sports wise, especially help them really get more like adamant about cheering for sports because they, it doesn't feel like their teams every single time they have a team, it's just getting taken away. Now, now we're moving to another part and another another part of the country, another sport, and that's college football. Oklahoma and Texas, who are who are usually when it comes to NCAA football powerhouses of the Big Twelve who is one of the, the top Power 5 conferences, are now looking to try to get, uh, join the SEC conference, the Southeastern Conference. I'm, yeah, Southeastern Conference. So I really think, I think that this is interesting, and a lot of people are not a fan of them trying to join this conference just because there's already so much stacked talent in this conference. I'm, I'm one of those people... Yeah, South Southeastern Conference is what I I just like I this this without a doubt like it's it's this like I'm just trying to say that this has been a conference for a long time, it's been a powerhouse for a long time, and it has like adding these two other teams that are that are consistently top five top like top fifteen top ten I don't know if I'd say top five but definitely top fifteen top ten powerhouses with Oklahoma and Texas. Yes, geographically, um, it makes sense for them to join this specific conference for them to be able to, like, just geography for fan-wise and for more engaging rivalries, obviously, because the more, the closer that you have these teams that play, the more engaging the rivalries are going to be because it's not like, I mean, take West Virginia, for example. They're in the Big 12 now with Oklahoma and Texas. And it makes it kind of hard on the fans of WVU to feel like they have to take like an hour, like a multiple hour plane ride just to go see an away game at the closest opponent that they play in the in the Big 12. It's obviously not always the case for WVU. If you didn't know, WVU used to be in the Big East where they would where they would play teams like they played the backyard brawl against the University of Pittsburgh. They played teams such just like Pittsburgh, Cincinnati, and teams like that. That they would Penn State's before they before they um, they played before them before they joined the Big Ten. Like they played these teams that made more geographic sense. And a lot of people think it makes for better rivalries and more engagement from the fans and the students that go to these specific colleges. If these teams make it a make it a reason for these to make it like a purpose, like make make it a troop and show that it's a purpose of them to be able to keep these rivalries intact and be able to keep these schools close, so that's not such a drag for these for these um these teams. With that said, there are still a lot of issues in the NCAA. What I mean, I mean the biggest one I still think is Iowa and Iowa State. They're in the same team, but they're in two completely different conferences. Like how. Can that work that you have two teams that are both in the state of Iowa that are playing in two completely different college football conferences? Like, I just I think that's crazy to have something like that. Or, or Pitt and Penn State. They're both in Pennsylvania. But you have one playing in the Big, Big Ten and one playing in the ACC. Like, there are a lot of... That's what's made people really mad over the years, if anything, over the college football as a whole, is they, they're very mad about the fact that they're, they're not making these... They're not making it very... Um, like what's the word I'm looking for? Like very easy. They're not. They're not making it very easy on these 
on these college students that are going to these colleges because it makes it so hard for them to go to these away games. It's not like an hour drive or a half an hour drive like it, or like like it would be for or like it may, like an hour a little over like it would be from West Virginia to Pitt. Like that that is a very manageable drive for anybody who is going to want to come and see the game. But now, but now you think like you have WVU playing one of their games. Like WVU is playing Oklahoma if they were to stay in the Big Twelve or or in the past years. Like if there's a game at Oklahoma or a game at WVU, these students for either Oklahoma or WVU are gonna have to literally like fly hours and hours on a plane just to go see a single away game. And and again, not it's not like that. Oh, like it's the Big Twelve with WVU and Pitt. No, it's teams that are literally like a state or less away. And then WVU, just WVU is just stuck in there. I still think that was for the money. I think that that's why they the only reason they would put a conference that's a, a college that's so north. In the Big 12, that has just perpetually been a middle um, middle conference. Because if you didn't know, Missouri has been in the Big 12 before. Nebraska, like these teams that are in the middle, are naturally just in the Big 12. So I and I I just think that it makes more. And obviously, they made more sense being there than WVU because the locations of the team compared to the location of all the other teams that make up this conference. With that said, I also don't like this idea for another reason is because I think that they're just asking to make super conferences, kind of like super teams in the NBA where you stack all these teams with all these all-stars that we see, such as like the Brooklyn Nets and the Los Angeles Lakers and then Golden State a couple years ago. I feel like if you stack super conferences, no one's going to really care about these conferences. And a lot of people are like, I've seen some people online say, so oh, so that means that these conferences are just going to be winning all the national titles. No, I don't even think that's what that means. I think that it's just these SEC teams are going to get tired of playing these very, very good teams week in, week out. And I think it's going to make a, it's it's going to make the records not look as good in the SEC because when you take Alabama for for example, you could literally think about it. you could literally play George or yeah, I mean Alabama. They're like if if they were to play them in like in like conference games, you could have Al- you could have Alabama, who who would play LSU one and then play Georgia, which is by itself a, a crazy and hard schedule. And I don't care who you're talking about; those are two incredible teams, and they have been every single year. And then you add on Oklahoma and Texas, like if they if they decide to play them, and how exactly they decide to divvy up the conferences. So I just think that's crazy. You're just setting these these teams up for it just to be an all-out brawl and these teams' record not be as good. Like, it's it's going to make it, get it to the point where it's practically impossible for some of these teams to play and go undefeated just because, have, have undefeated seasons just based off the fact that they're not going to be, that they're going to not, they're going to be playing such great talent every single week, week in, week out, that they're not going to get a chance to have a break. Like their, their injuries are going to start to happen because they're tougher games playing against way better competition. And I think you're just setting them up for more injuries more than anything and, and less chance of having big records coming out of the SEC just because they have to play such elite competition week in, week out. That's not saying that Oklahoma and Texas do not play elite competition in the Big 12. But, but playing teams like Kansas and Kansas State compared to playing teams like LSU and Georgia, if you know anything about college football, you'll understand that those are not the same type of thing. Like, those are not the same type of teams. That's, those are two, two, two teams in the SEC that are, that are powerhouses, and then there are two teams that are, are, some seasons are lucky if they even make a bowl game. Like, those are two, two completely different spectrums when it comes to the opponents that you can play in college football. 
So I, I, I don't think that would be good because I think it would just wear out the teams that are in the SEC conference if they were to decide to add these two powerhouse, these two year-in, year-out powerhouses in Oklahoma and Texas. With that said, I want to thank you all for listening to Season 2, Episode 57 of the Sports Run On Podcast.